Good morning, and welcome to episode 64 of the Morning Light Show. In yesterday's episode, episode 63, we talked about habits and the power that habits have to influence our lives and help us either create more of what we want or really thwart our chances at leading the life that we love. And with Halloween behind us, Thanksgiving ahead of us, I know that we all have some cravings that we've either been fighting with the Halloween candy or we're probably going to be fighting over the next several weeks with the holidays approaching. But I want to talk to you about how cravings actually drive habits. And I'm not just talking about food cravings here. I'm talking about cravings in general. We're going to explore that today and then help you identify what cravings are keeping you from getting more of what you want in your life. Welcome to the Morning Light Show. I'm your host, Adair Cates. This show will offer you insights and inspiration to free your spirit, open your heart, and start your day off light and bright. So yesterday I told you in episode 63 that I am rereading the book, The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg, which I highly recommend. I read it back in probably 2013 and I'm reading it again and it is literally blowing my mind again. I don't know, maybe this time because I'm so immersed into my morning rituals and some new habits that I've been relying on over the past nine to 12 months that have truly changed my life. And I've watched other people change their lives as a result of these habits as well. But the the research here is just reinforcing everything that I know to be true on a gut level. And I'm just really excited to talk to you more about it today. And just really quickly want to review what we captured yesterday in the episode. We talked about what's called the habit loop and what makes us do something over and over and over again is basically there's three parts to it. First of all, there's some type of cue and that cue can be anything from getting out of bed in the morning to getting in your car to picking out your clothes. It could be anything, any cue. Then that leads to the routine. So whatever the habit is that you actually do. And then At the back end of that, there is some type of reward for that. So I gave the example about fast food consumption yesterday, and research has shown that basically what happens with fast food consumption is, for example, people pick up their kids from school, the kids get in the car, they ask to go to McDonald's, the family goes to the drive-thru, they get the burgers, they're so delicious and tasty, and that's their reward. And they start doing that like maybe, you know, once every so often. And then eventually they start to really fall into the loop of the habit. And over and over again, they find themselves going to the McDonald's drive-thru. So it becomes, you know, a once a week thing and then a twice a week thing. And then before you know it, three meals a week are being being eaten at the fast food restaurant. And the part I want to highlight today is the piece about the reward at the end, because what happens for people is they stop actually craving the routine and they start thinking about the reward. So 
for the McDonald's example, they start thinking about how delicious that first hot bite of that cheeseburger tastes. I don't even eat at McDonald's and my mouth is actually watering as I think about it because it is kind of good. Now for me, 30 minutes later, I know I'm going to have a stomach ache. So that's not a positive reward for me. But every once in a while, I do want some really good French fries, even though I know it's going to give me a stomach ache at the end. So the next piece that I want to talk about today is this whole idea of cravings, because what happens to us is we stop actually being consumed by the habit and get just as much of a push to do the habit from the reward as we do from actually the habit. So for me personally, I can just give you an example for me personally. I love coffee, like absolutely love a good latte. I do really don't like plain old drip coffee. I'm a Starbucks girl. I have an espresso machine at my house. And for me, after I get done with my meditation, that's like my reward. So for me, the cue is after my meditation, I go, I make my coffee and the reward is that first sip that just tastes incredibly good. So sometimes throughout the day, I will actually crave that same feeling of having that hot coffee hit my tongue and that craving then becomes the cue for me to go make some coffee for myself or for sometimes for me to stop by Starbucks. And then I started really digging in on the cravings part. And this is what we'll go into next in terms of, you know, how this all comes together. But it, it stops being just about the way that the coffee tastes and how warm and delicious it is. For me, the coffee is also about comfort. I just love the feeling of holding a hot mug. Or if I think about going into Starbucks, like the way Starbucks smells just like makes me feel so much comfort and warmth inside. So when I go for the coffee, that is actually what I'm craving is warmth and comfort So the whole idea in this book is figure out exactly what it is that you're craving and then see if there's something that's more favorable that you can plug in to the routine. So for me, if the true craving is like comfort and warmth, maybe I could try a chai tea so I'm not having as much coffee, or maybe I can just go put on a pair of really warm fuzzy socks or a sweatshirt or a scarf. So think about that in your life. What is it that you want to shift in terms of your habits? And then what is it that you're craving that you're looking to compensate for with something outside of you? I think about my meditation practice as well and how the craving for the peace that comes from that and the clarity and the slower thoughts that happen the quieter mind that happened as a result of that. So that's a positive craving that I have. I have a craving for the peace that that brings me. And so, yes, I can get it from meditation and that's a positive thing. It's not necessarily something I'm looking to replace, but if that's really what I'm going for, is there another practice that I can also do that will lead me to have that same feeling that I'm looking for when I'm going into meditation or that I'm getting from my meditation. And then just another example is, and I talk about this in the book as well, is running. 
or any type of uh, cardio exercise. So being able to feel that runner's high, the endorphins that kick in, that's kind of the reward for running. So, you know, again, that's a positive activity most of the time, unless you're injured or something. But how can you think about like, what is the reward that you're getting from that, those endorphins? And is there anything else that you can do in your life to create that same sensation? Maybe if you're not able to run at some point or another. So when we think about the habit loop and habits that we have, I want you to identify one habit in your life that you would like to change. Maybe it's something that you're eating. Maybe it's exercise. Maybe it's your thoughts. That's another thing that came to mind in all of this is our habit, our habitual way of thinking oftentimes is very negative. And I gave you the statistics that we have 80% negative thoughts on average. And those are literally called automatic negative thoughts or ants. So how can we squash those ants? Well, again, that's another habit. So I'm, you know, I'm actually thinking of this right now as we go. It's not something I've really contemplated before, but we must be getting some type of reward from those negative thoughts or else we wouldn't continue to think them. And I have two ideas on what we may be getting out of our negative thoughts. One of them is it's familiar. So when something is kind of like the coffee for me, when it's comfortable and it's familiar, oh, it's just so easy. It feels so good. So I'm used to being negative and I'm having those 80% negative thoughts. And so I just keep on doing it. And then I don't know, maybe another reward is when we when we kind of get into that victim mindset in the negativity, we feel like somebody else is going to rescue us or somebody else can come and save us. And you know, we can blame somebody else, we can be a victim, and we cannot take responsibility. And sometimes that is easier than, you know, shifting our thoughts and thinking, oh my gosh, what did I do to contribute to this? So I don't know, that's something that I'm thinking of right now. But what can you think of in your life that's just become an automatic habit for you, something that you just habitually do over and over again, that you're looking to shift? And what I want you to focus on is, what is the reward that you get from that? So what is the craving that you're looking to soothe when you go for whatever it is you're going for? So I'm thinking about sometimes with I crave coffee, sometimes I crave chocolate, dark chocolate. And it's just, I mean, it's just the sweetness and the sugar. I do crave my uh, running as well. That runner's high is awesome yoga class, meditation, and those are all positive. But are there things in your life, again, that you want to shift and change? And what are the cravings that are driving those? So that's what what I want you to focus on until just for the next day, until the next episode, because in tomorrow's episode, we're going to talk about how do you really wrap your hands around changing a habit. So if you know what the habit loop is, you've identified the habit, you know what the reward is, and you've associated that with a craving. Now, what do you need to do to really amp up the chances that you can actually shift the habit? So we'll talk all about that tomorrow in the next episode. I look forward to connecting with you then, and I hope you have a fabulous day today. That's a wrap for this episode of The Morning Light Show. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe and share with your loved ones. And for more insights and inspiration, 
check out my website at firstleadyou.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you next